I'm Vanessa Marshall. I play Harrison Dula on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Hanging with Team Kanan. Kanan, where three of your favorite rebel scumbags get together to gush over Star Wars Rebels, Kanan's hair, and much, much more. I'm Katrina Dennis, and with me are my co-hosts, Jonah Marie Macias. Hello, Jonah. Hello, Katrina. How are you? I'm doing all right. I am excited that uh, Star Wars Day is just around the corner. May the 4th be with you all. Yay. <laughs> and we also have Jeremy Conrad, our other co-host. How are you, Jeremy? Tired, but I am. Uh, I am also excited for me the fourth, even though I'll be working that day. Oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys have any any plans for after work? Um, anything you want to do? Mm. I usually pick one of the movies and watch it. Last, although last year I watched a couple of my favorite arcs of Clone Wars. Oh, nice! That is awesome. Yeah, I saw somebody's. A couple of our friends are doing a a Mortis arc live tweet uh, throughout May, so that's pretty dope. Um, but yeah, uh, so May the 4th is coming up. There's lots of really neat stuff going on. Uh, my other podcast, Woman Up, is um, doing a May the 4th special because our show is scheduled for that night, uh, and we're going to have some really cool guests along, so hooray! Um, this week's episode is going to be something special, just like last week's, because the season of Star Wars Rebels is over, and we don't have any more comics running. So until fall, we're going to be exploring major themes from Rebels, from the Clone Wars, and other places throughout the Star Wars saga. Uh, but before that, let's mention Jeremy's contest. Uh, yeah. If you guys catch it, yeah, last episode, uh, Jeremy started a contest, and it's super cool and super awesome and super easy to enter, and I'll let Jeremy take it away from here. <laughs> uh, basically, uh, I have a lot of Star Wars stuff, and uh, I don't want all of it anymore. So <laughs> I'm giving it away to you guys. Uh, thank you also for getting us over 100 followers on Twitter. Yay! Yay! Super awesome. Um, so basically, um, there's two ways to enter. You can either send us an email at... Contact HWTK at gmail.com. Or you can tweet us... Using the hashtag Jeremy's Cleanout with no apostrophe, um, a screenshot of you leaving us a iTunes review, and uh, there's all kinds of cool stuff in there. There's the the big prize is a six scale sideshow collectibles R two D two figure. Um, there's T-shirts. There's hats. There's Force Awakens uh, little loose figures. There's all kinds of all kinds of stuff. I don't want to call it junk because it's not junk. <laughs> but, a, uh, a lock of Kanan's hair. <laughs> yeah, a lock of Kanan's hair. I'm keeping the other one. But uh, um, so basically, the contest is going to run till midnight um, next Monday, May 9th. So, but when you're hearing this, make sure you enter. And then um, we'll pick the winner, and I will contact you by direct message on Twitter. 
So you so you have to put your like home address out in the middle of the internet. <laughs> very, very, very weird. Uh, so make sure to go give us a good, wonderful review on iTunes. Take a screenshot and then send it out with uh, on Twitter with the hashtag Jeremy's Cleanout. And I think that's about it. Let's go straight into our main topic. Uh, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and I've noticed and this is something I get to research as of this re- this week. Mothers in the Star Wars universe are playing a larger and larger part in every story. Uh, so I wanted to dedicate this episode to the heroic mothers of the Star Wars universe um, and kind of kick, kick it off with, uh, I think I think the most appropriate person I'd say to kick it off with is uh, Padme Amidala, mother of uh, Luke and Leia, and generally the most badass senator of all time. Like, I, this lady is super cool. So... I guess let's get uh, let's get some thoughts and get a conversation going. Jonah, what? How do you how do you feel about Padme's role in the overall Star Wars saga? I adore Padme. She's definitely one of the she's one of the first characters I ever remember seeing in the trailer for the Phantom Menace, and she's always been that character that I could identify with because she's determined. She's leads the way and uh, I'm always that sort of person in my work environment and even when I was in school. So Padme was definitely that role model that I grew up with and she also had an awesome wardrobe so that helped. (laughs) Uh, But as a mom uh, we really didn't get to see her much as in a mother motherly role but she was definitely excited to be a mother and that's definitely something that stuck with me um in revenge of the sith and i'm uh, it was tragic the way it all panned out but i feel like she would have been an awesome mom given the opportunity definitely jeremy yeah i mean i echo what jonah says she's like the ultimate badass female character in star wars at least as far as the prequels are concerned for me, um, and I, I read an interesting essay one time where uh, I don't know if I agree with it fully, but they were like, you know, Padme isn't really a mother, which I guess doesn't make sense to me as much because you know she gave birth to Luke and Leia, mm. but they but they argue because she had no hand in raising them that she wasn't really their mother. That's not something that I would agree with. <laughs> <laughs> I very much don't agree with that but at, where where to go with Padme I liked her as a strong independent character separate from Anakin more than I liked her in any other way that they showed her and I feel like she would have been the ultimate like badass single parent am I right yeah 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 I don't think she would have raised them with Anakin mm. obviously but I, I don't I think she would have kept them secret and maybe just ran away with Bale if she had survived. Yeah. And I don't think they would have been split up. Right. How could you not like Padme Amidala? <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. She's one of the, and this is the thing about her, like even from a young age, she's been one of the most courageous characters in the Star Wars universe. But as far as her connection to motherhood, I think that with a lot of the new stories, especially, and uh, those surrounding Leia uh, the, those little moments within the Leia comics and and the books, uh, she's kind of her connection is more spiritual now. Like Padme may not have been force sensitive, but because of Luke and Leia, her presence is 
something that exists for them within the force. So I think that is kind of her role as their mother. And like, you see elements of her in both of them in that, like if, if you want to stretch it and I get touchy feely about the Skywalkers. So stop me if I get too much, but I, I love seeing those elements of like her in them. Like I, I'd like to see Luke's ability to be peaceful and serene, not only as something that is a Jedi quality, but something that, that, Padme, in the in the worst situations, Padme is able to center her mind and make a good decision. And I I'd like to think that that's slightly inherited is inherited from his mother as well. And then Leia all over the place. Like Leia's adventures are very much Padme's adventures as they were in the Clone Wars. So that that's kind of how I see where their connections are. Not necessarily that she raised them, but that it that she her legacy kind of lives on subconsciously in them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think um, one of my one of my favorite concepts of the Star Wars universe, and one that is near and dear to our hearts, is the concept of found family. Uh, and I think the our favorite found family, of course, is that on Star Wars Rebels, which would probably uh, mean that our favorite found mother is Hera Syndulla. Uh, yeah, space mom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think it's just such a great role model. Like through throughout all the chaos, she's always been someone who Ezra could look to as like this this uh, this rock. I would say, you know, like that anchor for their family. Yeah, Hera is definitely that. And I, I know some people take issue with the word family because of their own experiences. They haven't had positive experiences as a family, so they don't like it when. People use the term family for the ghost crew because it's not something that they, like I said, see in a positive light. But from my personal opinion, I I think they really are a family. They're this, they're the only, I think Jeremy had said it once, they're like a a functional family, the only functional family in the, I think that was you, Jeremy. I can't remember. Yeah, I said that once. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and, and it's a great it's a great way of, of summarizing them in that little um in the in those few words because that's definitely them they're this ragtag group that really have taken up this role as you know sort of like an adopted son and an adopted father and uh and I know in no way did they ever try to replace Ezra's parents with you know, Kanan and, and Hera. And I like the fact that they acknowledged Ezra's real parents uh, in the season, in the, in season two. And, you know, it, it, Hera and Kanan were trying to help him and trying to find his, his parents. So uh, it was never in any way trying to replace them. They were just there as, as a way to guide him and, and be good role models for him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jeremy, do you do you have any particular pair, uh, opinions on on Hera's role uh, so I, in, in the dynamic? I just find her very nurturing as a as a character and a person. She's she can't help but want to take care of everybody in her nest and in the little ghost ship, like Chopper, Zeb, all of them. Like even she even babies Zeb a little bit, and it's really adorable. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and she calls out his full name when she's yeah. angry. Like, <laughs> and that's only something a mother does. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just, I it's hard for me to think of another character that's as nourish, nourishing and encouraging as Hera is to the Ghost Crew. What about Shmi? Shmi Skywalker. 
Yeah, she kind of had an interesting role uh, as far as moms in the Star Wars. Like, her interesting role was that we got to, like, see her live for a little while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she she really... Um, I'm, I'm sad that we didn't get to really know much about her. And the only other time we saw her was when she died in Anakin's arms. So... Yeah. But she did seem, for the little bit that we saw her in Phantom Menace, she did seem to... You know, she loved her son. She wanted the best for him. And she uh, was willing to give him up in order for him to have a better life that she couldn't really offer him. So that's something that any mom would do for their child. Yeah. It's the yeah. ultimate sacrifice, letting your child go. Yeah, yeah. Not knowing that you're probably never going to see him again. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah I, I've, I I, also, I just love how, how close she is with Sabine. Uh, or wait, no, we're not talking about Hera anymore. <laughs> Shimi and Sabine are like this. Yes, <laughs> like the same. No, um, uh, but with Shmi, I, you know, the one thing, and I hate to say this because, like, you know, I'm, I'm all like, ah, oh, feminist, but I'm, I'm sad that she never got that chance to to hook up with Qui Gon because when, when they were on screen, they just naturally fit together. As Who this says they didn't? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, even in, in like, from Anakin's perspective, it just kind of fell into place where Qui-Gon had that, that, that uh, guiding force of a role where, like, a father or another parent might be able to fill in. And it kind of, it kind of felt complete, you know? Like, Shmi was always there, and then when Qui-Gon showed up, Anakin had, like, an hour's worth of a family. It was really interesting. Yeah, and then Jar Jar was the older, annoying brother. <laughs> He was that uncle that showed up drunk at random. Yeah. Well, we love you anyway, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so we have some other, we, uh, we have a lot of women in combat in Star Wars now, which I think is super awesome. Um, two of those women happen to be uh, the mothers of two hotshot pilots current, currently flying for the Resistance. Uh, and are, those are Nora Wexley and Shara Bay, who are respectively the mothers of Snap, Wexley, and Poe Dameron. So I, I, I don't know if you guys have gotten the chance to read Aftermath or Shattered Empire yet, but um, I, I am in love with Shara Bay. Like, I love Nora, but I want to start talking about Shara first, because uh, I've... If you guys checked out... I don't know if you guys were able to read um, uh, Before the Awakening, but Shara Bay also makes an appearance in that story, and her, that appearance right there where she's flying in the A-wing with Poe and teaching him how to fly, like, totally choked me up. Oh, that's so beautiful. No, I yeah. haven't had a chance to read it, but that sounds amazing. Yeah, I haven't I haven't finished it yet, yeah. It's just an element, I'm sorry. Oh, no, 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 that's fine, no oh, worries. Oh, you're good, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's been out for a while, it's my, my fault for not reading it sooner. But no, that sounds amazing, and that makes actually makes me want to read it sooner rather than later. But yeah, I, I read the comic and she, when I first saw her, I was like, oh, I already have a crush on this woman. <laughs> uh, and then I saw her husband. I was like, oh, I, I have a crush on both of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, 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 I love how she, um, the little that we've seen her, because uh, I, um, I haven't read before The Awakening, but the little bit that we have seen her, she seemed to be 
wanting that life, but having difficulty in balancing what she does for the rebellion and wanting to be with her husband, raising, you know, their child. So uh, I'm glad she was able to get that in the end. So that was, and that's what I loved most about that comic book series, because I honestly, I was like, they're going to go on the route of the father dying. I know it because it's, you know, predictable. <laughs> and they didn't. And that was what made the comic so amazing. The fact that they both survived. <laughs> it was awesome. I, I love how a shark. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I was going to get let Jeremy talk for a second. Oh, but it's I, okay. I, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I, <laughs> I love anybody who gets to work with Princess Leia. And I love how she kind of, you know, Shara serves as that that connected a connector between Poe and Leia, you know, uh, and that's the same case with Nora. Like they, those her, their sons are following in the footsteps in the footsteps of uh, of fighting under Leia, which is pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, that is cool. <laughs> <laughs> Were you gonna say something about uh, Shara? Me? Yeah. No, no, I'm good. You guys, you oh, guys okay. covered it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else I could add. To oh, that. I, I really, and I also, I loved Nora, even though she had many fake deaths throughout. The- many, <laughs> many. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, that book, I actually had to go back and read it again because I had a difficult time going through it, and it was because of the writing style. It just didn't agree with me. And yeah. I, I, I do want to go back to it because of what I remember, I, I definitely enjoyed. And I liked the characters, Singer and and uh, definitely Snap, Snap Wexley. Yeah, I, I know. And Bones. <laughs> and Bones, Mr. Bones. That was so cool. And I like I, I loved uh, Snap. Uh, well, now his nickname is Snap, but I loved Temin. Temin was reminded me a lot of Ezra. I was like, oh my God, this kid, he's like my other little, (laughs) yeah, he's my other little blueberry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so I, it was interesting to see him grow up to be Greg Grumberg because (laughs) that's (laughs) not really what I had imagined for, because I imagined sort of like a Kanan Ezra mix, you know, in my head. But I, I am excited to learn about his journey to being uh, Snap Wexley and his mom. Yeah. She, she was cool from what I remember. And, uh, and I think she's going to be in the next book. Is she in life debt? Is that, that's the next, that's a sequel, right? Yeah. Yep. I can't keep up with all the titles. <laughs> <laughs> I know the, the the big one's Bloodline coming out this week. Yes, with Leia. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it is. I, I'm not spoiling anything, but I quite enjoyed my read through. Yeah. Oh, you read it already? Yeah, I managed to, to get a review copy. It's, uh. it's, <laughs> I'm not, I can't I can't say anything else, but oh man, the the episode well, after you finish it we're gonna talk about bloodline yes del ray if you're listening to this i write for bleed cool and i want to review your books send me books (laughs) i'm so i'm so behind on any on all the books don't send me any books (laughs) 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 um but they're in front of you and like you can feel guilty and then finally read them i know (laughs) uh but yeah bring them all on the plane yeah, <laughs> that's true. I, I need to go on more planes <laughs> for that to happen. Uh, but yeah, I I don't know what you were gonna add to Nora Katrina, but Leia is another mom as well. So, and one that kind of uh, 
not only breaks the stereotype of dead moms in Star Wars, but um, I mean that stereotype has been done away with pretty much with this new canon. There are there are moms that either get to live or have lived a, a substantial life, but um, Leia loses most of everything as a mother. You know, like she she loses her her husband, her son. She doesn't know where her her brother is. So it's interesting seeing how how she's doing that. I mean. I hope we get moments where she's a mother with Ben, you know. Oh, with Ben, yeah that that would be that would be interesting to see. I know there was a conversation on Twitter once, and people were saying, "Oh, you know, Kylo Ren is Kylo Ren because of his actions." And I'm like, "That's true," but I'm also a believer of uh, nature and in, and and nurture being at play when it comes to someone's personality and. I would very much like to know what was Ben's situation growing up. Was uh, Leia always being the senator? Was Han always being that smuggler? Where were they when Ben was growing up? And I, I, I'm interested because my dad was working all the time and my brother didn't really see him. And then, then my parents got divorced and my brother doesn't really recognize, know my dad all that well. So, you know, it's interesting to, it would be interesting to see how those, two characters ended up being fulfilling those roles as parents uh for ben and whether that was a contributing factor i mean it it could be that that had an effect on ben and that ben became who he is not only because of learning about his history and uh embracing that dark side being seduced by snoke but also maybe there was some conflict with him and his parents maybe he couldn't see eye to eye or they couldn't see eye to eye to eye to eye with him so i want to know all the all the answers <laughs> <laughs> plus plus leia even says like that's why i sent him with luke because mm-hmm. she wants she wanted to kind of beat the vader out of him almost she mm. She wanted what was best for him, and, and and even through all of that loss, she's still she's still so strong. Yeah, absolutely. She's such a strong person, such a strong personality. I don't think there's any breaking her. Oh no! Gosh, no, no, Leia, she's a what's it a a wall? I I, I would say you can't bring her yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really interested to see how that plays out in the next movie because. Um, and, and honestly, and in literature too, you know, in in the comics too, I think that that we we need to see like moments where Ben is young and uh, before everything happens, because that I think I agree with you, Jonah. I feel like even though Leia and Han seem to have like a uh, distance away after Ben turned evil, I feel like they were their their personalities were too much of a contributing factor to that. So hopefully yeah. we'll see that. But before we wrap up, uh, let's go ahead and figure out where we can find our hosts on the internets. Uh, Jeremy, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me pretty much all the time on Twitter at Jeremy Ohio and sometimes on bleedingcool.com. Yes, and remember that Jeremy again has a contest running where you can win his cool Star Wars stuff. Uh, just leave us a review on iTunes, uh, screenshot it, and then hashtag it on Twitter, uh, Jeremy's Cleanout. Uh, Jonah, where can we find you? Oh, yeah, yeah. So before I briefly give out my <laughs> my username, there was another mom that just popped into my mind, Sue LaQueen from Star Wars The Clone Wars, who's Cut's wife, the clone that deserted. Yeah. 
Uh, she's an awesome mom as well. She has two little kids uh, uh, whose names I can't remember. Jack and Sheree, I want to say. But uh, yeah, I think she's awesome. And I, I wish we... Find, we know what you know what happened to them in the time of like I rebels. I like think they just lived out their existence in a peaceful manner. I hope so because I wouldn't have I don't I wouldn't want anything bad to have happened to them. But it would <laughs> it would be nice if the kids had grown up to join some sort of resistance effort or rebel effort. So ah, <laughs> and don't forget about Talzin either. Oh, Mother yeah. Talzin! Oh my gosh, <laughs> the <laughs> the mother of all mothers. <laughs> oh, goodness, uh, if 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 not for her guidance, um, half of the galaxy's problems would be going on right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you can find me on Twitter as at BlueJayGuys and at thewookiegunner.com. Sweet, and you guys can find me at Okatrina on Twitter. That's O-H-C-A-T-R-I-N-A. And you can check out my blog on Okatrina.com. And uh, check out my latest on StarWars.com. I just wrote a really cool article about the feelings of droids because droids have rights and feelings too. Yes, they do. And I love that piece that you wrote. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, if you guys have thoughts, comments, or other awesome stuff to send us, hit us up at contacthwtk at gmail.com. Uh, if you're looking for our past episodes, you can find us on iTunes and thewookiegunner.com. Thank you guys so much for listening to Hanging with Team Kanan. And until next time, may the Force be with you. <laughs> <laughs>